0: Hello, and welcome to Regeneratively Speaking, a podcast brought to you by the Wake Forest Institute for Regenerative Medicine in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I'm Katherine Drinket,
1: And I'm Joshua Huntsberger. In each episode, we bring you interviews with guest researchers and our institute's faculty covering the latest cutting-edge research on regenerative medicine.
0: Our guest today is Dr. Ibrahim Badijo, Senior Director of New Ventures at Johnson & Johnson Innovation. Dr. Badijo is an innovative R&D leader who has been successful in leading product innovation, especially in the area of biomaterials. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me here today. Mm -hmm.
0: I'd like to start off, if you could please provide some background on how your research and industry experience has led to your current position as Senior Director of New Ventures at Johnson & Johnson Innovation.
1: Thank you so much. Now, I'm blessed to have a PhD in Organic Chemistry, Mm -hmm. and I've spent about uh, 15 years in medical device, especially really focusing on biomaterials, and until about five years ago, I used to be the Director of Research for a company that Johnson has just acquired Closure Medical. After that, I started getting involved in new technology assessment and scouting, supporting acquisition potentials. So, spent a few, few years in that area and then subsequently I started leading the front-end innovation team, engaging with surgeons to try to understand what the unmet needs are. And part of that period too, I you know, spent time helping with the intellectual properties And until recently, that's what I was doing. And then about uh, 10 months ago, I joined the Johnson & Johnson Innovation, really focusing on identifying opportunities that are strategically aligned to Johnson & Johnson's medical device business needs, and then investing in those opportunities. Okay, great. Thanks.
0: I know that you are credited with being an inventor on several dozen US patents. I think our listeners will be interested in learning more about your experience in this process of developing a research project into a patentable idea or product. Could you briefly highlight your experience and any advice you might have for young investigators?
1: The key part is to understand what the unmet needs are and trying to develop a novel solution, not just an incremental, but truly differentiating solution that can really stand the test of times. We need to understand that it's possible for someone to have an invention but you cannot commercialize that invention because the invention is built on your competitors products if that be the case then you cannot commercialize it because you need the approval or the rights from the other partner to be able to do that by understanding what is the technology landscape Mm -hmm. you then try to understand where are the gaps for lack of a better word and try to innovate to overcome the gaps. And at the end of the day, whenever you have an innovation, it has, it has to be truly novel. And that's where I, I talk about being a scientist. One is to develop a product that is innovative, and the other one is to, to, to just uh, explore an area. A, an innovative product has to have an impact um, we do great science don't get me wrong but the invention if you can have an impact it really truly make it innovative
0: on johnson and johnson innovations website it reads our vision is to positively impact human health through innovation we do this by helping entrepreneurs realize their dreams of creating healthcare solutions that improve people's lives around the world we work side by side with innovators throughout their journey, providing a robust exchange of ideas and resources to support their success. Could you elaborate on the idea of positively impacting human health through innovation and tell us how your company is working to accomplish this vision?
1: We are the biggest healthcare company in the world. We are also one of the best innovative healthcare company in the world. And we have to recognize that as best science that we have within the organization. Within Johnson & Johnson, there are a lot of great science going out outside the organization. Mm-hmm. How do we tap onto the external innovation, external network of great science to complement what we're doing is inside the organization? So that is one. Mm-hmm. Second, we also have to recognize that many of the entrepreneurs have great ideas. However, there's guidance that we can provide as an organization that has a revenue of $75 billion in healthcare we bring in tremendous amount of experience that we can help the innovator really truly transform the idea into a bigger solution to our customer. Mm -hmm. My boss always said, whenever we're looking at a new opportunity, imagine what that would do to healthcare. Mm -hmm. Imagine if I can develop a product today that would eliminate the need for amputation for patients that have leg cancer. Mm -hmm. So I have to imagine it, and that's it's really a big, you know, transformative way of thinking of mm-hmm. what are, is truly innovative. Oh, thank
0: you. Can you highlight a few of the technologies or healthcare products that have been developed at your innovation centers around the world?
1: Our innovation center, in you know, honesty, we don't develop products. We work with partners. Mm-hmm. We, we recently did an investment in 3D printing for orthopedic applications. Imagine that a patient comes into an operating room they take the CT scan of the patient and they develop the right, we print the scaffold for that patient and that scaffold is specific for that patient. It's going to meet the right structure of that patient and it's going to be implanted. If I think about that, we're going to have to stay away from having to, you know, take holographed bone from cadaver mm-hmm. that we're not sure is going to be a good match. This is really transforming. How we're going to be doing orthopedic surgery. So we work with a company that has expertise in that area mm-hmm. and we're helping bringing our own internal expertise and leveraging both our own technology and the uh, startup company technology to bring this truly transformative product to the market. So that is how we're engaging with entrepreneurs. We don't develop a product. However, we work with entrepreneurs, innovators, startup companies and truly key leaders in this field to truly bring a transformative solutions to the market. We help de-risking it and then we bring it into the organization once it's de-risked.
0: Can you discuss how some of these patents are addressing current unmet needs in healthcare and when these technologies and healthcare patents might be realized for widespread use?
1: My wife was a pediatrician. There was a cut in in the child's eye and she was trying to glue that cut together. So instead of suturing, you're gluing it. Mm-hmm. She was being very careful. She was applying the glue, but the glue was running. And guess what happened? In the glue, the eyelid together. She was screaming. It was very dreadful for the mom. Mm-hmm. We're able to come up with a different formulation that it still will glue it, but it doesn't run. Mm-hmm. So we're addressing, we recognize that the patients. The surgeons, the uh, practitioner uh, requires a significant amount of training, we wanted to minimize it such that it becomes user friendly. Sure. So we're able to develop a high demo dermabond that a five-year-old person can actually apply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I always tell entrepreneurs when they are working with surgeons mm-hmm. is that make your innovation as simple such that a five-year-old can use it yeah. mm-hmm. if if a surgeon or a practitioner have to go through many training it's, it's not going to get a, a lot of adoption okay. so by coming up with a, a glue that you can literally just applied it it's not going to run it reduces the patient fear you know it gives confidence in the surgeon or the pediatrician and so they, they can uh, they can apply this product to the to the patient and there's no worry that it's going to Mm -hmm. run into unintended locations. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. In aiding the development of new technologies, Johnson & Johnson Innovation Centers offer numerous resources for entrepreneurs, innovators. Mm -hmm. Uh, For instance, the Entrepreneur Innovator Program Mm -hmm. and the Incubators Program. Mm -hmm. Could you briefly discuss these programs or others offered?
1: Absolutely. Um, I'll start with the Incubators Program. We know a lot of entrepreneurs, when they are starting up their company, mm-hmm. have limited amount of funds. They are looking for a space. but Because they have limited amount of funds, and they are looking for a space, Johnson & Johnson, in collaboration with the state of Massachusetts, established what is called the uh, Lab Central. Mm-hmm. The Lab Central where an innovator that has a great idea, they can come in and just rent a bench space no overhead to worry about mm-hmm. no supplies to worry about rent rented bench space for minimum amount of money it gives them flexibility no many years of commitment no infrastructure development they spend about 12 to 18 months in the incubator to advance their technology during this period they are also raising they're trying to raise money so it's, it really makes it i call it inexpensive For Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs to really advance their technology. So that is one aspect of the incubator that we have. Entrepreneurial program, if we have an opportunity or an unmet needs within Johnson & Johnson and if we've identified an individual that is truly smart, it's not an employee of Johnson & Johnson and we've charged this individual, go find the best solution. That is the full-time job and then they put the right infrastructure in place. But we we provide them all the coaching. We provide them the seed funding to help them such that they can at least get the program started. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, what we're trying to do is how do we create an ecosystem for innovators to advance their solutions? I mean, their technology, their medicine. The end goal is if we do this very well, we build a great relationship Mm-hmm. With these individuals, with these companies, we believe we will be seen as a partner of choice, mm-hmm. such that when it's time to acquire the asset, mm-hmm. we're seen as the right partner to commercialize the asset. And
0: so our last question for our audience, what would be the key take-home message from this podcast?
1: I started with my role within Johnson & Johnson Innovation mm-hmm. it's really to really identify new opportunities that are truly transformative to our patients. So our goal within the Johnson & Johnson Innovation really is to continue leveraging the best technology, the best medicine to really continue to improve the healthcare or healthcare delivery or health of our patients. Mm -hmm. What really makes me excited Mm -hmm. is that what I'm doing is helping improving mankind's life and giving us a better life and better health. So that's really what gets me excited.
0: Well, thank you for talking with us today.
1: Appreciate it. That's all for this episode. Be sure to listen next time for the latest in regenerative medicine.
0: This podcast is a production of Wake Forest Institute for Regenerative Medicine, part of Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center. For more information, visit our website at www.wfirm.org or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at WFirmNews.